I'm Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics. And I'm Phil Wolf of the Nefris Initiative. You're listening to Snakes and Stogies. The only podcast dedicated to fine tobacco. All things reptile related. And the people who love them. As part of the Repetoculture Network. Nothing planned, but we're doing it. You can see. Oh, whoa. Time out. Whoa. Time out. Audible. Look at that. Dom, you're you're muted. Unless she's just there and she just doesn't want to talk to you. You are muted. You are you guys I couldn't hear you. (laughs) Let me move my camera again. How are you, friends? Good. Oh, really great. Good. Obviously. Doing great, Dom. Great. Thank great you. Phil is Phil is not doing? here. Phil is recuperating from his trip to Arizona. What is what's jet lag? Never heard of that. I yeah, I don't know. Okay, I'm sorry. You can't be jet lagged. It's two hours. <laughs> like. I, I cannot give that to him. I'm so sorry. Dude, he's not jet-legged. He's girlfriend-legged. You don't go on vacation and then hang out with your friends on the internet. That's okay, not I that get happens. that. I would also re- I would, I would hang out with Anna Maria, so I got it. Seems like an excuse to me. But welcome, all. This we is episode 123 of Snakes and Stogies, which is brought to you by Puget Sound Pythons, the awesome people that are in the chat. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, check them out, and blackboxcages.com. So I know there's at least three of us here that have black box stuff, and we all love it. Look, Dominique's pointing it out right there. All my shit's freestyle. Yeah. Elijah but and Billy Jenkins need to get up on it. I don't, I don't even keep in cages. It is really I don't nice. even keep in cages. I don't even keep in cages. <sighs> Clayton Seaver, what's up, buddy? Yeah, blackboxcages.com. Check them out. Facebook, Instagram, blackboxcages.com. Um, awesome stuff. Really good quality products that we all love and use. And if you don't have some, you should get some. See for yourself. Satisfaction guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ellie's here. Ellie! Hey, what's up, girl? I'm going to blow out your little eardrums. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> hey, Ellie, you got to give your dad a pedicure. We're tired of looking at those ugly toes every week. <laughs> what do you mean? I tried. Oh, my, oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, Ellie, what's up, girl? <laughs> <laughs> Ellie, what are, so. your, what are your thoughts on the snakes? you have any comments? Uh- I really like the rhino rat head. She's a she's a Ryan Kofis kid. Of course you do. As she <laughs> as she should be. It's just that my dad keeps a lot of them. Yeah. So. Yeah. He does. If he could if you could only keep like one snake in your dad's collection, which one would you keep? I think if Mr. Biggs was still around that ginormous snake, then and I would the male keep that one. Uh, the I would keep that one. Yeah, good taste. Good, good taste. She liked the brettles. He was awesome because he was he was super chill, just a giant puppy. Literally. I have a hype of brettles from Casey down 
There. The cannon. Cannon fire, dude. Hmm. Bill, what's going on? I got my raffle winnings from Puget Sound Python today, which was awesome. And I got a plant box from Clint Reinhardt, which was pretty epic. Yeah, Clint's stuff is so cool. Dominique, what's your favorite snake? Ooh, what's my favorite snake? So, like, my favorite snake that I keep or in general? Like, in general. Ooh, that's hard. So... Usually I'd say that my favorite snake is green tree pythons because I really like those. But if it had to be any snake, hmm, I'm really liking I'm, I'm really <laughs> liking uh, boom slings lately. I think those are very cool. Boom slings. Do you know what boom sling dad, is? I don't think my dad keeps any of those. I don't keep any boom slings. No, no, no. You would know if he did. Your mom would not be happy. I can almost mom, bet. Yeah, mom would probably my kick mom, me out. My mom doesn't let me, well, doesn't let him keep any poisonous or venomous snakes. Can't have yeah. Raptopus, then. I'm out of luck on the uh, on the keelbacks. Yeah. You should uh, talk to him about getting an, an alligator snapping turtle, though, right, Smitty? We had to, when I still lived with my grandma and my mom, um, so... There was this ginormous, when I was four years old in the morning, there was this ginormous <laughs> snapping turtle. There was. It was a giant snapping turtle, that, that, uh, a common snapper that had just somehow rolled up to their front door and was just chilling. So yeah. my mother-in-law like opened the front door and there was just a common snapper just chilling right there. And Katie had oh to move gosh. it. What did you do, Ellie? Um, the first thing I did was exaggerated and fainted. Exaggerated and fainted at the same time, dude. Yep. Clint Reptiles did a video with a common snapper, and it was like a puppy dog. It was uh, my experience with them has not been that. I don't know about Bill, but I don't recommend doing it in the wild. But you absolutely can pet my common snapper on the head. See, yeah, that's, you need to tell your mom crazy. that I have a handheld size alligator snapper just waiting for your dad. Really? I don't think my mom would be very You know happy. what I found out today? So I was talking to my buddy Ryan Reed. And I was thinking that the beta lizards that I had talked about for so long that maybe he had he had moved them like out of necessity because he needed space or something. And he didn't because I talked to him today. He's like, yeah, I still got these beaded for you. And I was like, oh, okay. where it's meant to be. Uh, clearly. My mom yeah. literally had to pick up the snapping turtle with a shovel. He had, she had to scoop him up with a shovel. I saw none of this. I was not around. Oh, my gosh. They can be scary. I would use a shovel, too. I, uh, Grab I had to go pick up, turtle man. I had to go pick up a snapping turtle a couple uh, last year, Ellie, and it was, like, this big. It had a bunch of fish hooks in it. Big as your head? So big. Well, I have a really big head, so it wasn't quite that big. Um, but uh, when we picked it up, its entire belly was covered in leeches. Ew. Yeah, I was. I didn't like that at all. Yeah. It pooped in my car. Ew! I know. Animals are gross. I remember saving a softshell turtle from the road one time, and we were not that far from the river. So we're like, oh, we'll just take it back to the river. And we take it back, and like halfway back, I'm like, 
we start throwing up, like basically throwing up and it had must or whatever you want to call it all in the back. And it was not a good time. Dominique, we still have your sunglasses from the last time you visit us. You visited yeah, us. your dad needs to get those to me in Daytona. I Technically, I actually took those from my mom. So my mom needs her sunglasses back. But thank know. you for the reminder. She tells me all the time. She's like, we have Dominique's sunglasses still. I did get new ones, but they're not nearly as cool. Right? Hmm. Hmm. Ellie, when are you going to come to Daytona? When you're old enough? Um, I was thinking when I was 16, my aunt could take me to Paris. That's what oh. my mom said. So she says she's foregoing Daytona altogether. She's Ooh, like, yeah. I ain't hanging out with any of you scrubs. I'm going to Paris. Well, if you're going to Paris, I'm coming. Wait. Dominique was just in Paris. I was just in Paris. Dominique was just there. I was there two weeks ago. Isn't that crazy? You were all over the place, bad. though. Oh, look. Yeah, I was. Here we go. Just Hi, go. Katie. Did you go to the Eiffel Tower? Smith family nightmare. We um, did not go oh, up the Eiffel Tower, but we did go next to it. Oh. Yeah, because what's the point of going to the top? Did they go to the Louvre? We took a picture outside the Louvre, but it was too crazy busy. Really busy. And I don't like crowds. I feel that. So you go to Paris? Yeah. Went to Paris for one day. And then we ate a lot of bread and cheese, which is what you're supposed to do in Paris. True. I was wondering if you um, America. went to <laughs> the school in Paris. Went to the school. Which school? Do you know? The Cordon Bleu. Yeah. <laughs> I like blue cheese. Lacroix. <laughs> so when we were in Paris, we did a bus tour. You know those double double decker buses? They yes. Have like their top? I've always wanted to ride one of those. Yeah. So we were on one of those. We were on the top, and we just rode around the city. And I got sunburnt. And we just looked at all those sites because I didn't want to walk anymore. I was very tired of walking. You didn't have a, a bike with a baguette in the basket? No, because I don't want to pedal either. Why do you oh. minimize everybody's stuff? So bougie. Although, I would love to recreate the picture of you on the bike, Justin. You should have. That is a good one, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, talk about Portugal. I was riding free. Oh, yeah, I did what get What kind of cheese did you eat? What kind of cheese did I eat? Like yeah. every kind of cheese there is. If it's fermented milk, I ate it. Dude, I, I love a lot of cheese. All types of they cheese. They have in Paris? Yeah, big Velveeta. <laughs> Velveeta capital of the world. We if they didn't have Kraft, what was the point of even going? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Kraft macaroni. <laughs> every meal is can't beat it. Amazing. I hope, they had, Portugal. I, I hope they had Chef Boyardee there because Oh yeah, duh. They've got a big statue of him right on the top of the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> I knew it. Chef Boyardee's American stupid. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. What how was so I I mean Portugal's cool, but I want to know about the Condros in Portugal. Yeah, so uh when I was traveling with my family in France for a week and then I got 
took it took another week off and went to Portugal um, and got the really awesome opportunity to see Pedro Caixinha, who um, has some like the most amazing green trees in the world. He has the mosaic line animals um, in uh, Portugal and just insane trying to keep my language clean for Ellie, but it was a really, really cool opportunity to see them. Um, and Pedro's a great guy. It was, uh, I was telling him, I think it's like absolutely one of my favorite parts about this hobby is like as much as I love the animals, the people I've met through the animals that we love is just like so incredible. The fact that I can go around the world and just say, hey, like I'd, I'd like to see your animals like to meet you and he welcomed you with open arms. Um, and it's just like is awesome. That, is that guy one of your friends? Pedro? Yeah, yeah, he is. He was in your dad's magazine too. Yep. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. Seriously. Crazy. He helped oh, with the chondro yeah. issue. M J. So where you went to France? You went to Portugal? Where else did you go? So just those two countries, but okay. um in France we did Walmart. Normandy. We did the Nor <laughs> we did the Normandy region. Um so lots of World oh, War II history, mostly focused so on cool. D Day. It was very cool. Um haunted. Very Difficult but cool. Yeah. Um, did you go to Walmart? Let her finish. Let her finish. Did I go to Walmart? <laughs> I did not go to Walmart. I did go to Carrefour, which is like their Kroger. Which um, <laughs> and then I uh, I flew to Portugal and I went to Evora, which is where Pedro lives, which is a city like an hour and a half outside of Lisbon. And then I stayed in Lisbon and then also went to another city called Sintra nearby. So very, very busy two weeks. And my credit card is hurting. <laughs> Someone asked if they had chilies there, which is a very important question. You know, I don't even go to Chili's in the U.S., so I couldn't tell you. Because <laughs> you have class, Dominique. No, you... Did you take French class? I it's did. called culture. Yeah, right. look it up. Could you, could you, could you get back? Could you get by like speaking can, French and stuff? Can you speak French right now? Uh, je parle un petit peu de français, mais je n'ai étudié pour cinq ans. Oh, so I speak a little French, but I haven't studied for five years. So I always have no. to preface with that. Oui, oui. Oui, oui. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Gorlami. Good night, Ellie. Night. Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Yeah. I did eat ratatouille. Really? Yeah, I love ratatouille. Goodbye. I ratatouille. So what is what is ratatouille? Like, Ellie, tell your dad to show you the video that I just Dominique. sent to his messenger. Yeah. Did you ever um have any friends in Paris? I thought you were going to ask just any friends. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do. I have one friend who lives in Paris. Her name's Erin. But uh, when you when you come to Paris, you'll have to let me know. We'll go together. Good night, Ellie. Ooh, Obami reptiles. Yeah, I don't wear that shirt in public. Oh, I wear it in public all of the time. And I get so many crazy looks. And I'm like, okay. I'm not dirty. I just have snakes. And they're like, Yeah, and that's oh, not okay. what's better. Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. like, Yeah. <laughs> oh. Wow, what a great start. Yeah. Yeah. I love Ellie. Oh my gosh. She's so I, I she got to hop on THP 
for the last couple minutes uh, on Thursday, and now she's like, "Can I podcast? I'm gonna podcast with you." She's gonna be famous. Yeah, I just finished yeah. the THP where I found out I was coming on Snakes and Stogies. Oh yeah, I was like, <laughs> Bill doesn't know it, but nope, there goes Elijah. Elijah's connection is very, very spotty. Are you guys getting a lot of feedback from me? Or no? No. No, sounds fine. Great. Tom, how are those eggs doing? Eggs look good. Um, so I got four uh, ball python eggs. Pairing was um, a pastel double head exanthic pied to a pied head exanthic. So super, super exciting for my like first ever uh, pairing. I got four eggs and one slug, um, and we are about a week and a half in, and they all look good. Like they've got little spots on them, but nothing like I'm too concerned about right now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because you've had they're what two weeks in. Yeah, just yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah, I was um good. totally not prepared. She laid like I must have miscalculated or something, but she laid like five days earlier than I expected, so I had nothing. Like I had nothing ready. That's I might like have been running. Though. Yeah, yeah, my ink a, a play out of Jake's but... Jake's book. Yeah. So um, what was like, the pairing again? So it's a pastel double head exanthic and pied to a pied head exanthic. So super what? fun. I've had these animals um turn four this year, the male and the female do, and I the day they were laid, I messaged the breeder and said like, hey, I want a pair um from this clutch so it's like truly has been a project four years in the making and it's my very first pairing ever so it's like it's very How exciting good does it feel wow. to, to have raised up those snakes and now you have you know potential progeny coming from yeah them, it's you know? it's super awesome the only thing that's like a little bit of a struggle right now is the mom still isn't eating um so she was only on live and she actually belongs to um, a really good friend of mine matt burton with kmb reptiles um and he had her for three years and then I've had her for the last like eight months or so, um, like doing the pairings and everything. And she never got on frozen thawed, which was not that big of a deal, but now she's like still not eating. Um, so she's probably just going to go back to Matt cause he has his own feeders there. And I'm hoping that mm -hmm. she'll get back on, but luckily she looks like as good as she can look. She definitely doesn't look great, <laughs> but she did just lay eggs. So I'm not shocked. Yeah. And then I have, um, the uh, het pied female that I got from the uh, last car uh, carpet fest auction, she is paired as well, and she looks really good. So maybe nice. more. <laughs> yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> it feel it was like such a surreal moment. I definitely like had to mute the video when I sent it to my mom because I was just cursing. <laughs> I've only yeah. ever paired crested geckos and i mean that's like walking the park so i had a couple of babies from that but other than that i mean it's gonna be i might do something this coming up year but get on the bears train man all aboard <laughs> dude i can't i can't just or won't that's a good question I need more tokes, even though they hate me. Are you just like working with normal tokes or anything special with them? I just have the one at the moment. I just, yeah. they're awesome, but they're yeah. obviously 
they don't like to be held. Yeah. A friend of mine was doing a lot of work with like the really powder blue ones. Yeah. There's a powder blue one at a shop near me, Captive Bread. And like, I know the guy who bred it, so I believe it. And I really want it, but also Daytona and getting a shed the same time as Daytona. Not very smart on my end, but things happen. I still need to get my plane ticket for Daytona. It's everything's so expensive right now. I'm like, oh my God. I have my credit card number memorized at this point, which is like not good. Credit cards are the devil. Yeah, I know. But um, also like I need it. <laughs> so real quick, like I said, Phil isn't here, but this week we are joined by Dominique DeFalco, Elijah Day, and Billy Jenkins. So everyone's on the same page as to what's happening and what's going on. This is kind of all over the place. And Bill with his pipe hanging out. I was about to say, what what is Bill doing? Listening. Observing. Bill's like Bill's like uh, the principal who walks into class and he's like, just pretend I'm not here. Yeah. And like <laughs> we're all doing our best behavior. <laughs> so Have you worked on those? This is you all's best behavior. I'm on very good behavior. <laughs> Just wait till Daytona. <laughs> Have you worked on the cages at all with the builds there? I just got the UV lights for the forest and rainforest setup. I got the plants for the Paroidura oviceps for that one. <coughs> and then I have the, the Pluris. Uh, Cyclurus setup, the Aplurus Grandidieri setup. They're all glued and set, and they're just waiting for Zupoxy. And then I have the quote unquote trees cut for the other two, and I just have to decide kind of how I'm going to lay them out. Uh, I know what I'm doing for the Boivany geckos because that's just going to be uh, tree trunks with one uh, fallen log type of setup. But then the oviceps is going to be, the plant is pretty huge, but that enclosure is um, three by three and 18 deep. So it should cover a fair portion of the ground. And then there's going to be a tree coming up underneath of the UV, which is going to be capped. So it's like a cut log. And then the other tree will be coming up underneath of the uh, heat panel. And that will go all the way to the ceiling. So that that oviceps is... They're a small species, so I'm probably never going to see it again. Um, but I want to give it. <laughs> They're in there. <laughs> I want to give it the options. Whereas the Boivany, um, they actually come out. They eat off tongs. They, they're pretty cool. Um, they don't mind people. But I want to give them. My thing for them is I want enough uh, tree tree trunks, quote unquote, that they can avoid each other. Is the goal mm -hmm. there? Um, so it's just. Placing all of those, everybody gets zoopoxied, and then we're pretty good. Is that at your storefront, or, or well, I say storefront, but your public yeah. facility? facility? Yep. Yep. And how are so you right doing now, the trees? So I have, uh, I've done it two ways. I have done it with uh, PVC <clears throat> piping, 
-hmm. and then I use the PVC piping that is meant as uh, like field tile, so it's got the holes poked in it. Mm -hmm. That way you can poke branches and greens in there if you want to. For this one, I'm, I'm not going to do that because they're so small. Uh, it's yeah. just going to be solid piping. And then I also have the uh, interior, that really thick cardboard pipe that's meant for a carpet roll. And so the ones that go all the way to the ceiling, I'm going to use that and cover the entire thing in Zupoxy. And it'll actually be attached to the floor and ceiling of the Zupoxy. So I've actually, I've heard a lot about Zupoxy. What's the difference between like that and like dry lock from like, because I use dry lock in some of my custom cages and I, I like it because it's more of a rocky feel than the eco work. So I've actually never used the dry lock. The Zupoxy is a two-part epoxy that you, when you're manipulating it, is basically like clay. And I use silicone cake molds. It's meant for cake fondant. And as long as, long as you have those wet, they won't stick. So you can press it in, make your shapes, do your thing, but nothing sticks to it that's wet. And then once it cures... Um, it's it's concrete hard like it's it is as hard as stone um, it's forever so the yeah it's the one enclosure i have done now for the our green iguana i mean it's a it's a full size 40 plus inch male green iguana and he he runs all over that stuff and digs right into it just like a tree i mean it doesn't doesn't even make a dent like i paint you paint it with acrylic paint uh, and he, I mean, he hasn't even scratched the paint off. Like it's, hmm. it ain't coming out. So like, next question is how expensive is it? <laughs> Very. <laughs> yeah. So it is expensive. Um, I get the one gallon kit and the one gallon kit is a gallon of A and a gallon of B that literally comes in paint cans. And then there's a thickening agent which is like flour, but really not, uh, but same consistency. And you actually use it in the same way when you're mixing the two and you add it like flour, like you add flour to dough. Um, I, I want to say the one gallon kit when I bought it was like 140 bucks or something. Um, but I built, so the trees in the iguana enclosure are... There's two between four and five foot tree trunks. The main body of the tree is almost eight feet long. There are three angular branches that are probably each three feet long. And those are four inch PVC pipes. I mean, coated 360 the whole length. And I still have enough left over from this gallon kit that I'll probably get I'll probably get two of the black box cages and then I'm going to get another gallon kit because I have a South America biotope I'm doing for boa constrictors. And I also have the biotope I'm doing for the yellow anaconda. So I have more trees to make. So is it stuff that if you wanted to do like a background with it, you could apply it and then like stick tiles in there or something to create like ledges? Yeah, 100%. worry about those falling out? Yeah. So if you ever see like Mike Stefani stuff, mm -hmm. that that's all he uses. 
when you okay. when you look at those enclosures and it looks like it's stamped tile or stamped concrete, the his he coats the entire enclosure in Zupoxy. He spends way too much money, wow. but it looks amazing. So um, and the guts of that is pink styrofoam, so it's covered. Okay. It's just pink styrofoam covered up, which is how I'm doing the two aired enclosures for black box. That's what I was gonna ask. Like, how well does that zoopoxy adhere to material in general? Would like you oh, said, it's awesome. yeah. yeah. So Teresa and I, uh, you you do like just enough to kind of fill the palm of your hand. Um, you add your two parts together, you know, mix them good. It's it's literally like any other two part epoxy you would use JB Weld or whatever. And then when you're coating the. Uh, pvc itself like you just keep your hands wet so that you can manipulate it and you're adding it to that dry surface and i mean we literally were just smashing it out just thick enough to make the ridges of the tree trunk that we wanted to make with the um, silicone molding and i mean it we did the whole thing in probably an hour i mean it's nothing it's literally just like if you play with clay in art class it's, it's exactly yeah. like that just huh. keep it wet. You'll manipulate it. And... Yeah. But dude, it's awesome. How it long is, does it take to cure? It is expensive, but it's awesome. Uh, we let everything sit for 24 hours and then painted. And then that sat for 24 hours. And then I just chucked an iguana in there. So wait, the paint is over the epoxy? Mm-hmm. What color is it without paint? It's like a tan gray like it's i don't know like like a dark khaki kind of yeah yeah actually i have billy's shirt that you're wearing it's probably a little bit like yeah. that like that okay that yeah hmm. huh so i mean we I went, really I, honestly just kind of darkened it up a little bit to make a quote-unquote tree for the iguana mm-hmm I don't know. I'm thinking of, of stuff that I can do when it's time to upgrade the Aki, Aki enclosure, but get a black box and just full. Did you got to do the rock, get the foam and stack it on the back. So there's little crevices where they can shove their fat little bodies into. Yeah. I don't know. I was talking to Matt most today because I've been thinking about rhino rats and sort of what i need to do for them because my bigger ones will like it's from what i've i reread the hm article that we did on rhinos that rob stone wrote and then i talked to matt and they keep theirs in groups year round um i have a pvc like a cube one of the sharp horn cages uh sitting right here in front of me that i i would like to use at some point and i'll probably i don't know so <clears throat> Let me back up. So I'll likely keep an adult pair together since I have a reverse trio at the moment. Since my other two are still small. And there are ways before they'll be anywhere close to being together. Um, so my thinking was either upgrade the Jansen I into something big. Put a pair of the Rhinos in the three-footer they're in now. Or have this cube put a pair in that sort of do the the musical cages and move some stuff into the the bio g's once they're empty because i have those other two rhinos that are growing out they're outgrowing those six quarts quick 
The Barons is gonna he's got a bio G that's empty already and just waiting. Um but the only problem is I I kinda hate cubes. Like in the terms of like a room layout, especially when it's a room that's shaped like mine, cubes don't work no matter where you put them. They're just it's big, it's bulky, it's awkward, like it takes up a ton of space. Um but I would like to upgrade the Jansenine to something bigger. Aki's need an upgrade. Uh, so right now it's just a figuring out what the hell to what the hell to do. I'm waiting on my <clears throat> waiting on my shed because that's literally like I'll have double the space that I have right now, and I will be able. I have some. 275 gallon IBC totes. They're made for like food grade material and stuff. They're the plastic with the cages around them. Mm -hmm. I have two of those and my shed has like a four foot door so I can wheel those in there and do some really badass bioactive setups. Um, probably let them run for a couple months and then get some stuff to put in them. What's the, so for someone who wants to get a shed like myself, uh, what is like, in your opinion, for, for doing what we do, like what's the ideal size? Uh, I mean, you're, like you're not too big, not too small. Well, like you, what, I mean, how big is yours? Like what's, what do you, what's yours going to be? So I'm getting a 12 by 16, 12 feet wide, 16. Well, it's technically 16 feet wide, 12 feet deep. By the way, the roof pitch is set up, um, and that will basically double the space I have now, which will give me and give me bigger doors to actually get big ass cages in. Um, but I mean, I only have ten animal, not nine snakes and a gecko, so like I don't have a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean something like of what you got like i mean 50 plus animals you may want something that's like 12 by 24 or 12 by 30 or maybe like a 14 by you know whatever another house yeah i'm i I mean i sell well i'll pretty big sheds so i mean it really depends on how big how many animals you have like what type of space you want. I mean, cause people come all the time. They're like, I want a shed that's not too big, not too small. And I'm like, okay. Like, yeah, that kind of doesn't <laughs> give you an idea of what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. What are you putting inside of it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I want two lawnmowers and three bicycles. Well, I'm not retarded. I mean, I can, yeah. sorry. I, I, I can figure out like, okay. A 10 by 16 might work for you, you know, something like that. But for what I'm doing, it'll give me enough space to expand and also, you know, do stuff. Because, I mean, this is just another room. I want a sink, you know, maybe a chest freezer. Like, I want my own little space. Yeah. What about, so with those, if you wanted to seal it, you wouldn't necessarily have to put it on slab though, right? No, no, all like the the shed I'm getting is 100% portable. Um, from the factory, they're pretty airtight. All of the seams and everything are putty taped or foamed up. 
with like closure strips. They're, I mean, it's, it's pretty good. But um, other than that, like I'm just going to do some foam board that's two inches thick. They sell them four by eight sheets and then do some like great stuff foam anywhere that's not airtight and then um, seal the floor with some type of epoxy or a dry lock or something just to that way it's airtight mm -hmm. and go from there. I've got a, it's peaked like this. I've got an AC cut out somewhere in there. That way I have a ded dedicated spot for AC. I've got windows on both sides and then my door has a window. Of course I'll post it and stuff, but. Yeah. Terry Burwell's shed that he's putting together right now is, is like ideal. The perfect sort of setup. Oh, yeah. If you're in Florida, hit me up for a shed. What we about what about Southern South Carolina? For just you, Cindy, Georgia, I will just over the Georgia border. It out. But my my company services Florida and parts of Southern Georgia. And are you? I mean, obviously, you're going to run electricity and stuff to it, and yeah, of course, yeah. I've, I've got a. You're gonna drywall probably, everything? No, not drywall. And that's the thing. If, if you're going to get a shed, do not put drywall in it. You know, do all your insulation. You know, do what you want to, but then go inside. And they sell eighth-inch paneling. That's like... It's like brick. a super thick cardboard kind of stuff? Wood. Well, it's, it's not cardboard. They sell it like Lowe's and stuff. And it's like... It's, it's just paneling. It's super thin. But what it does is it allows you to have a clean looking inside, but it's not heavy. Okay. So if you ever want to move your shed, you don't have to worry about cracking or the, I mean, there's just a lot of problems with drywall when you try moving something. Hmm. I didn't think about that. And what yeah, are you putting between that paneling and the, the actual wall of the shed itself? I'm just going to, so um, in between the studs, I'm going to be doing the foam board. That's mm -hmm. the four by eight sheets. I'm going to cut it to press fit basically in there. Anywhere else, I'm going to try to shoot it with some foam, like the great stuff. Like I said, foam just to kind of make it a little bit more airtight. And then just put the paneling to the wood studs. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I mean, it won't be the prettiest, but it's also... A little work out there. Yeah, it, it, it'll be insulated, and that's all I really care about. <laughs> I'll probably just do a simple AC that runs just cold, and then during the colder months, I might put a, a like a just a space heater in the center of it. Because mm -hmm. I mean, it's twelve by sixteen. It's not a shop. It's I mean, it's fair, relatively small. How many outlets are you going to run on like each wall? That's the question. Um, I've done a couple, like from the fact, I just did what's standard from the factory because they charge an arm and a leg. I mean, that's me being a customer, um, you know, so I'm going to get my dad and me. We're going to run some <clears throat> probably two on each 12 foot wall four on the 16 foot wall i mean I, you can't have 
too many. Yeah, that's what I'm. I mean, if I'm gonna, whenever I do it, it's definitely gonna have like a, a freaking outlet every, you know, three feet or whatever. Yeah, at least. And that way, you don't have to run twenty power strips and worry about your house catching on fire. Tom with the cat. <laughs> I feel like a mother. Like this is my foster cat, and she that is, is a um, really cool cat. She's so chill. I've been um kind of putting her through the ringer as far as like messing with her to see how she'll do, and I think she's like gonna do really well with kids. So if I don't, if I manage to give her up, <laughs> but she's watching the snakes behind me. Um, but yeah, no, this is what's her name. Downy Wood Mint is her name from the shelter. I just call her Foster. <laughs> That's the best. You don't, so you don't get attached. Yeah. She sits and puts her paws under the door and she just cries at Yzma and I can look under the door and see Yzma sitting like four feet away like okay. <laughs> Yzma gives me nightmares. Yzma is my best friend. Not in a weird way but in a weird way, she is my best friend. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's interesting. I, I would like to have um one day have like okay, shush. Have a like shed or something outside of my house. Um, but you know, I have to have a house first. Uh that'd be nice. Right now I have just my office <laughs> and that works, but definitely like do you hear her? Oh my god. No, I don't. I definitely like like living in older apartments because i've always lived in like apartments older than like the 1930s Haunted. um but well yeah duh and they have no outlets like none okay they're probably a fire hazard too yeah 100%. I, mean, I don't like to think about that i don't like to think about that but every time i um wiring I from my, 1912 it's, i plug it's my vacuum in and all of the lights go whoosh <laughs> like, really <laughs> yeah that's not it's not good it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's, are you going? Hmm. It, it's definitely exciting doing something like that, but it's a lot of shit. Like, oh yeah. I think I'm lucky. I can like trade in my shed, and I have a lot of shit around me because I had to clean it out. So when the new one comes in, they can take the old one away. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Stressful. What area do you live in? Uh, North North Florida, North Central Florida. Um, basically halfway between Jacksonville and Tallahassee. Nice. Cool. cool All cool. the cool stuff, none of the bullshit. <laughs> How far are you from Gainesville? Uh, an hour, 45 minutes if I'm in a hurry. That's not too bad. You want to deliver a shed? <laughs> Elijah's <Yeah>. Gainesville. <laughs> I will. I 100% will deliver a shed to you. <laughs> After, funny. I can't uh, see him. I just see the little mic like mute button coming on and off. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, I think the season after. Wait, this you mean one, that's not a picture of Elijah? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Malo Clemmy's foreskin eye. <laughs> No, I think yeah. the season after next, we're going to try to get a 24 by 24 in the backyard. 100% can do that. That is possible. Will it be cheap? Depending, 
Probably not. Yeah, because nothing yeah, is probably cheap. Not. <laughs> Depending but on if these thrust ups eggs make it. If these thrust ups eggs make it, I or don't make it, I might just sell everything. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't you saying something about eggs though the other day? The thrust ups eggs, yeah. Yeah. Like you got they, some. So. She, yeah, yeah so two, she right? Laid, no, she laid an eight egg clutch. Um, what? But, you know, 2.5 GPA Eli didn't see them for like three days because hey, that's I, I, was, I was trying to be very, well, she, she was an import, so I was trying to be like super hands off, like just kind of let her, let her adjust. So then like four days ago, it was like, holy shit, there's, there's eggs in there. And I went in and they were all dented like crazy. So I, I put them, put them on like hatch right with sphagnum moss on top. And now, like, four of them have plumped back up completely. And then there's a few that are still pretty dented. So I'm hoping to at least hatch, like, one out. Have you candled them at all yet? But there's the, I, yeah, so the ones that have plumped out are, like, bright, bright red. Smitty, I need some pictures because I don't know exactly what he's talking about. It's a wannabe boom slang. I mean, that's still pretty good. Let me let me pull some up. Now that I have my keyboard also, right here. Justin, I, I lied to your daughter. The boom slang is not my favorite snake, but I literally couldn't think of any species of snakes at all. What a liar. Justin, I'm gonna send you a picture of you I know. I'm just okay. I lie to children. Only as children. <laughs> you got the Occidentalis, uh, right? Occidentalis, yeah. I, I can't find any like literally anything on them. Um, everything's for Jacksonii, and as far as I know, the only species that have been bred are the. But in, in no way am I saying that I have uh, bred these because I'm just a gravid female. It would be cool to hatch, though. Bum, 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 bum. Let's Here see. Chrome tab. <laughs> So they're very like they're they're not terribly far separated from from boom slangs. You know they're African. They've got big <coughs> shaped and scalated, very similar to to boom slangs, and that's a jack. Are they mocks or are they venomous? Uh, they are rear fanged. The jury still seems to be out as far as like how serious they are. There's some bite reports online that seem like they're probably something you don't want to get bit by. Um, frankly, I think it's just a case I, I of enough, not enough people have have really been had a had a bad enough bite. I think to to say one way or the other, but it's probably not something. Being how closely related to to dendro uh, dysphalidus they are, I, I don't know that I'd. I'd want to, you know, take any chances with them, but hey, that's Justin, just me. I just sent you a picture of the uh, the female. Okay. Pretty sporty. Uh, uh, uh. They are cool. I mean, how are yours? Like, are they are they super spazzy? Are they, you know? In terms uh, of dealing with them on a on a very, like daily maintenance basis, are they uh, are they a handful? 
Oh, you, you just you broke up a lot, but um, she, she's pretty spazzy. I, I, I think I've only touched her like twice in the past mm. month. Just and that was just putting her in the in the quarantine and then moving her over to a little bit more permanent setup. And I, I still need to get a uh, like a, a permanent enclosure built for her. But she she hasn't been too bad. They do this really weird, like, chewing motion with their, uh, obviously with their face when they, like, get pissed off. And the, the second time I pulled her out, she started to do that. And from what I've read, people are thinking that's them, like, like warming up the glands. Mm-hmm. The, like, getting ready. So as, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, all right, you're back. And just threw her back in the cage, so. You got to get those juices flowing. Exactly, yeah. At least they give you a warning. They do this weird, like, as they're, like, chewing, they, like, do this weird, like, head twitch. It, like, shakes side to side. It's weird. They're really cool. I want to try to get, you know, four or five pairs of them eventually and really figure them out. Hmm. Yeah, it's one of those ones that's sort of brought in, like, imported fairly regularly. There's not a ton of people who go out of their way to get them, you know, they're kind of just one of those odd species that, that get imported in decent numbers and people buy them. And then who knows where they go, you know, yeah. they just kind of disappear into the, into the ether. In the fish tanks. So the and... guy I bought my pair from, the, the guy I bought my pair from said he held back 10 pairs and he's going to try to try to get them to breed. But I, I don't know, you know, if, if he's really going to stick with them or not. So, hopefully, I can get a few more pairs going. I'd imagine they're kind of like the Jansen eye, and the fact that if you just kind of completely ignore them, they probably do great. Th th that's my plan: is just ignore just them, pretend they don't exist. <laughs> yeah, they're they're definitely not the type of snake that you can like take out and play and show little kids and stuff. So, so you're you're telling me birthday parties are are off the uh... uh, no go. It, it depends on how much you like your kids. What if they're not my kids? Well, then I, I guess it's, you know, at your discretion. You got some other stuff hatching right now? You put you paired some, some hogs, right? Yeah, so I, I paired... Um, I have a trio of hogs right now. I, I need to get more. But I, um, I paired Arctic... Arctic albino, het sable, the het sable, and then the same male, the Arctic albino, het sable, to a Arctic anaconda albino. So what does I'm, I'm the Arctic with the two. sable make? Arctic sables. Do they look like a sable, just white? Uh, no, so Arctic doesn't really turn them white. It gives them more, like, contrast. They kind of look more, like, anery. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you a picture of an Arctic sable okay. that I hatched out last year. Man, I want some Eastern. I'm already having like a bright, bright orange Eastern hog, or even like some Southern hogs, just because I can literally find them where I live, which is badass. But I looked for I looked for hogs for like three years when I was in Kentucky, 
and never found one. My buddy just moved up to Indiana and his kid found three in a week. Literally on like the Facebook gossip pages, two hogs have been uh, a southern was found and an eastern was found within a week. And it's always yeah, the people I'm, who I'm don't like to look, I'm afraid to look at the pages because it's going to be like, I just stomped on this head. What is this? It's going to be like a bright red hog. <laughs> an indigo or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> Here, I just sent you a picture of a. Um, of an Arctic sable. It came to... after my kids. It was chasing everybody. Go through. I was going to say, you might be asking a lot of your phone there, buddy. Yes, yeah, so I, I, it's burning my hand at this point to hold it still. I don't even want to touch my right. phone. Oh, that almost looks like a southern. That's weird. Yeah, they're pretty cool. I really like them. I just sold off the last of that hog clutch to get some stuff from Chris. Chris Painchab? Chris Painchab. Painchab. They should I zoom in, in but I'm really excited. My computer won't zoom in on the actual picture. It'll just keep making the picture the same size and everything else around it bigger. So, Oh, well, just That's imagine a semi-cool-looking hognose snake. Yeah, she's pretty. Any any color you want it to be, that's what color it is. Yep, exactly. What are you getting from Chris? No, so, so I'm getting his pair of blue tongue skinks. I forgot um, he even had blue tongues. So did I. And then I was joking in the group chat. And I was like, hey, you know, send those my way. And then he messaged me and he was like, hey, you, do you actually want these? And he was like, well, now you've, now you've called me out, so I have to take them. Yeah, you joke too much with um, Chris. And even if you don't you give them, he'll find your address. You end up with a box, yep. Yeah. And then I, I did the same thing when he posted those Jani babies. Because they're, they're probably my favorite picture of Opus, those Jani. And I was like, oh, you know, send those box too. And he was like, cool, one's coming. He's like, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. The Jani, they, I like them, but that's just, for whatever reason, like the Kankakees and the Northern Pines are, are those are my jam. Those are what do it for me. So I, I like orange animals. That's why we breed like the, um, like those tangerine leopard geckos, like those real bright orange mm-hmm. ones. And then, like, my goal with the hog nose is to make, you know, sunburst and, like, super arctic sunburst or, like, bright, bright orange snakes. So the, those Jani just kind of fit right into the well, right for into sure. the group. I'm, I'm supposed to be getting a good bit more corns from Chris at some point in the next coming weeks. We've talked about a, pl- a game plan. What about your Nicaraguan? I still have that OT female. Oh, you still have that OT female? What was that? I do. Yeah. Oh, okay. The Nicaraguan bow is. Yeah, she was. uh... I'm still. What's that? I'm still contemplating. Billy. Jenkins asked me about the uh, the Nicaraguan bows, and 
it's tough, man. I'm at. I, I don't know, Bill. Maybe you can. You need all. All of you can chime in. Like, I miss get them keeping Nicaraguan boas. They're cool. Scott Miller just had some, and he has some for sale, and they're really nice. And I told him I'd think about it because I do want some. But then it's like, do I really need another species? Is that space that I could be devoting to something more pressing? Um. I don't know. Like, is I, I is it going to be one of those things where it's like I get them and I'm like I like them, but I don't. You know, it's just one of those things where it's like right now I'm just not not feeling it. But I had this sort of weird nostalgia crush kind of thing going on, so that's why I was like I'm going to think about it for a bit, sleep on it. That way, it's not like an impulse thing. And and maybe and then everyone you know is like bye 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 bye. Exactly the people that don't have to take care of them. The ones that are saying, do it, do it, do it. They're not the ones that yeah, have to dig up the space for them. Get, get them, and then if you don't like them, I'll take them. And then there's this whole thing with the beaded lizards now, too. And it's like, well, I mean, if I'm going to do the beaded, really the only place I can keep them is here in the garage. And I don't even know where I'd put them. So it's a thing. Could you make their cage into like a coffee table? That's, I, I mean, that's kind of what I'd almost have to be doing is have it like right here. Yeah, to the to my right. Um, Just do it as your broadcast table. At yeah. some, you know, that's what we originally talked about. Was like I'd have something a little sort of taller because they do like to climb and have it like as a background. But I think if I was going to do that, it'd have to be huge. But we'll just act like you scoot your chair two feet forward, and that's your background. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I didn't know that that Reed still even had them. So I was like, I guess he moved them because there was someone else that was supposed to get some from him because he had more. And I don't. I I was under the impression that maybe they had all gone to him just because he hadn't really heard from me. Like we hadn't talked lately. So I don't know. Bill, guide me. What do I do? Use your infinite wisdom and mystical beard. Be my guide. Well, I would say with the Nick that. The way you're keeping stuff now and with the things you're wanting to do with the black box enclosures and all that stuff, you're not going to want to keep a nick in a drawer. You're going to want to set it up cool. If they're anything like, I don't know, because if they're anything like the ones I had in the past, which like half of them were just plain piss ants, I don't know that necessarily them seeing everything going on would be a good thing, so... I don't know. Fair. But it seems that we're all kind of trending that direction. And so, which is cool. And and you have cool setups. But bigger stuff in cool setups means significantly bigger setups. Yeah. Like if you want to do if you want to do a cool setup for some beadeds, yeah, you're talking about something like the size of your backdrop right now. Like that's a baller beaded setup. You're not I wouldn't want to go too high. Like, They'd fall off the freaking branches and die or something. Well, no, but like you're you're looking at like, oh, I did a really cool job with my rhino rat. I did a really cool job with my barons, and then these beads that I love are in a tote. Like, no, that's you're not going to do that. You're going to be like, no, I'm going I'm to build this baller thing, and it's going to be huge. Yeah, I don't know. It's you know that's something I've actually been thinking about the last probably couple days at least is like 
doing a, a sort of a spring cleaning like I've talked about in previous episodes where I feel like at some point or another everyone has this thing where they sort of look around they're like how did I end up with so much stuff and then they kind of thin out on some things and I'm, I'm looking at some of the stuff I have and it's so hard because all the stuff I have is like by choice like there's a reason I have it you know there's a reason that you know minus some of the smaller stuff from Chris that you know, he's like, I got this, I got this, you know, you can take these, I need them gone, you know, and, and so, and with what he and I have, have planned, um, you know, it's not going to get any better. So I don't, I don't know. There are some corns and stuff that I probably could part with. Um, I've contemplated parting with the Subox and maybe my Pine, if, if I get rid of my Pine, it's just, she's going to go to Jake on like, you know, permanent loan, whatever the hell that means. Because uh, he, you know, that's another female for him to to use. I mean, she's got some time still, but I don't know. Like, I'm I'm looking at what I have, and it's like I know sort of what I want to stick with in terms of breeding, at least for the for the foreseeable future. Um, and then there's infinite other stuff that I want, and my room is just not big enough for a lot of this. So. It's tough. Well, that's the thing about you guys that breed is you always have to have consideration for at least temporarily an increase in numbers anytime you have babies. And then especially with you having project ideas and like specific directions and, and things like that, you're, you kind of have to have holdbacks for that. And you have to mm -hmm. have some kind of process for that, which means housing more animals. And so it's, that's like one of the key differences like with me is I like everybody, like quite a few episodes lately, people have been talking about the Noah's Ark thing and how they're trying yeah. not to Noah's Ark it. That's what I do. Like mm -hmm. I have a huge diverse collection because I don't, I don't breed stuff. My stuff doesn't make more stuff. If I want more stuff, I set up an enclosure for it and get a new thing. Whereas for you guys, you have to plan into the future because your intention is to make more stuff out of the stuff you already have. Yeah. That was well, going to be it's my a, next question. It's, yeah, and it's a little different for Bill, too, because, I mean, you're doing educational stuff, so you look at it from the standpoint of, like, what would be a good animal that, that works well for education stuff and you know, sure, what yeah. isn't going to be a complete nightmare to deal with around people. And, you know, like, the, you do have your own set of, of unique, sort of criteria when it comes to deciphering or deciding what, what comes in, into the into the fold. Definitely. So, but just as far as space like, goes, like you guys will always eat your own space because yeah, you, yeah. you make your own stuff, you know what I mean? Do you have any pairs of anything? Or you just uh, have... I am also a victim of Chris Painshot, and so I... <laughs> <laughs> this is just a support group. <laughs> I have a trio of Eastern Black King Snakes um, because I think they're super cool and I really like the backstory. And even even in the context of having them with the intention of you know breeding them in the future, I still use them in the show um, aspect because I can teach about how they were collected and where they came from, and you know they were collected before the rules changed. And there's a, I can use that story to teach. Um, I have a my Argus monitors are paired, 
uh, that was gifted to me. The, the female was gifted to me. I have technically a pair of alligators, not intentionally, and not anywhere near breeding alligators. Um, what else do I have, boys and girls? Of? And I have a pair of corns, which it are not for that purpose. They're just for doing shows, but they are a boy and a girl. And then I also have morning geckos that produce, but that's because they're morning geckos. Yeah, you don't get much no. of a choice there. Yeah, that, that was more or less the question is if you like actually intentionally paired stuff, like if you had a project tucked away, like so I do have like. my Aplurus iguanas, which are it's a genus from Madagascar. I do have three different groups of those. Um, they Ryan McVeigh and Bill Stewart and myself got most of the species for the Aplurus genus that are available in the States uh, when they were being brought in. And I keep them in breeding groups and I basically just leave them alone. Uh, and if they produce, that's cool. And But the intention was to get them hoping that they would produce, but because of the... They're just very flighty. They're highly visual. Um, I actually use their displays to teach because they are communicative and, and very visual. And it'd be super cool if they produced. If, if they don't, that's fine. I, I just really like them. But they are grouped in with the hope of that happening. And the, Ar the Argus female was given to me expressly because she had laid two infertile clutches for her previous owner. And I have a male that's almost five feet long. So a folks, stud. Were, folks, folks <laughs> yeah. were hoping that I would be able to produce with him. Um, he's very interested and she likes to beat him up and steal his food. So we're working on that. <laughs> I've been in relationships it, like that too. It's complicated. How do you feel about it, Dom? Mike Kosicki uh, said, what do, you, what do you want when you have more room? Oh, man. Um, that's, like, a good question. So I'm in, like, a bit of flux right now. So it's I, uh, I recently had, like, a pretty significant career change. And I'm in this kind of interesting situation where I am. Um, there's a good chance in the next couple of years I'm going to have to make a priority of my career or my animals, which is, like, not a... Uh, it's not a decision I'm like excited to make. Um, on the condors. Yeah, they're not going anywhere. But it's it's really like as far as like how far I want to expand and if I do want to like see myself as a breeder or more just like a collector. Um, right now, like I actually am downsizing a little bit just because I'm trying to prioritize and like the the green trees are always going to have my heart like a million percent are always going to be like my priority animal. So like if push came to shove, like I would just have a green tree collection. Um, and I guess like for the time being, I don't really think I'm going to add anything outside of anything I, I produce, but I really don't have any plans for new species. I, uh, I gave my brettles back to Casey Cannon, which broke my heart <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I definitely like absolutely loved those animals, but I had them for two years and was like, I I'm not going to be a Brettles breeder. And these are such nice animals that I really want them to go to someone who's going to take really great care of them and like use them for their purpose, essentially. Um, so yeah, Mike, you're asking the question that's been floating around my mind a lot lately. But for the time being, I don't have any more room. I just signed my lease in this one bedroom apartment for another year. So I think we're going to, this background is probably what we're sticking with for a while. <laughs> Bill has my Brettles. 
I miss her. You know, we just keep throwing brittles out there. I don't know why. Well, they just appear on your front door one day, and then you love them, and then they get big. Green trees are so small. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that is the best about green trees. That little dude, that's all he needs. Yeah. The little tiny bubbles. Like, one day, I really do think I will do, like, uh, like three by two by twos for the green trees, just because I personally really like to see them um, use it, and my animals do. But also, like, they could stay in their 18 or 24 inch cubes for a very long time. <laughs> That's if they get that far. Mm -hmm. Green trees yeah. are just as easy to kill as they are to keep. So it's just, it's hard, man. Like, especially sort of given with the corn morphs and stuff, and, and you know, what I have with those now, it's like, how do you, how do you downsize when everything is, is in the plan? Yeah. And that's that's why I don't have morphs and corn morphs and stuff. I've got to got to keep it small. I would say if you're going to be VMS 2.0, you probably need a VMS size building, wouldn't you say? That would be great, and I'd have an entire room of nothing but rhino rats <laughs> if that were the case. Rhino rats are one of those species where I legitimately was like, it, it's one of the, where if someone was like, you got to sell everything, you can only have rhino rats. I'd probably be mostly okay with that. I'd be like, alright, I'm down. I don't think y'all understand how awesome those snakes are. Well, I, I ran into um, like almost that exact uh, scenario a couple and I'm gonna, ago. And I'm going to get more honeys from JT. I am... Um... I was in the job, like in the process of looking for a new job, and one of the jobs I was seriously considering was gonna require a move to New York City, and that's like no pythons, you know. It was seriously like I sat down with my Plus sister. Plus, New York and, like, City. I know, but it that's was reason it, enough. No, I would live in New York. I wouldn't love to live in New York, but <laughs> way too, too busy for me, man. Yeah, but for my job, it makes a lot of sense. It's just as a. It's it's interesting. Like I did, I did think about like the choice of like if you could only keep one of your animals, like would you do it? <laughs> ultimately, I didn't have to make that choice, but it's it's weird. Those hypothetical questions were getting a little too real for me for a little bit. <laughs> I was yeah. getting real panicked. <laughs> yeah, JT said buy more honeys, and like if I was gonna keep any of the corn wars, it would definitely be the honey stuff for sure because that's like I love the honey combination. Like they're nice looking. I, I can't get enough of it. Is is there? Okay, I don't keep up with corns, but I remember just like a few years ago, like palmettos, they were the shit. Like, is there a new like morph that like is the shit as far as like how it was with palmettos? Or is that a specific case because of how difficult it was to get them? The only thing I can think of that would come close currently is shatters. And JT Shatter, may agree with thinking. that. And I'm not sure. Yeah. I just know what I like. I don't really. The problem is I like all of it. Hmm. Also, I we're gonna I'm gonna pause for a second. Phil's not here, and I don't know. Did anyone ask you what you're smoking, Justin? Uh, we did Roma, not. Romacraft, Cro-Magnon, the usual. Great. And Bill, what about you? Standby. I was using a Danny Boy pipes pipe as I always do, and actually, that was their brand of tobacco. I was doing Irish Aromatic. Nice. Oh, great. That means, yeah, I totally know what that means for sure. Sounds like absolutely. But, yeah. Yeah. Love, love the tobacco. It's Irish and it smells really nice. <laughs> That's what it means. Um, 
I, I was like, we can't not ask. Phil would be so mad. I didn't think, you know, I did. I was like, this is this is a mostly snakes and on some stogies sort of show. So I was like, Phil's not here. No one probably really cares. So I care. Thank you. You know me. I care a lot. <sighs> I don't know. Do you do you ever feel like a sense of panic when you're in that mode of like, there's a lot of things I want to do. I don't have the space to do it. And there's things that can probably are non-essential personnel. And so you feel this like, I guess dread in a sense where it's, where it's like, I don't want to get rid of anything, but at the same time, if I want to do what I want to do, then it's probably necessary. Yeah. I mean, like it's, it's going to be like really difficult for you to, to give up Ellie and take over her room, but I know it's, I, you know, Hey, some, some decisions are going to have to be made. <laughs> I think her room is actually slightly bigger than the snake room, and I've I've tried to sell Katie on swapping. She could fit in a four by two for sure. I'd get her one of the nice big black box cages. Okay. She could okay. like it could be like a uh, it'd be almost like a tiny house. Like the top half she can crawl yeah. up in that. <laughs> that can be her little loft, and the bottom can have all her toys and yeah. You, you could know. you could really right. sell this. There you go. You switch out the toys every day. It's new enrichment, you know. That is, I am bummed, like, when we were house shopping, there was this one house we were looking at, and it had, like, a, wasn't really a sunroom in the traditional sense, but it was, like, an, an, a room that, that led out to, like, a porch area, but it didn't have, it wasn't, like, all windows and glass, and that would have been, like, the perfect size room for, for all that stuff, and obviously we didn't get that house, but we ended up getting the one we have now, but I don't know, I don't know what to do. Help. Yeah, thanks, Billy. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah sure. Yeah. <laughs> I had to refill. What are you drinking? Some Maker's Mark on the rocks with a cool little cup that I got at Daytona last year. Nice. I got so confused, and I thought that the bottom was the maker's mark, and I was like, "Why is it so dark?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, dude! Like you're drinking? Like what really are you don't drinking?" Drink <laughs> no, stop, stop. My grandma no. used to drink maker's mark every single day. That was like her drink of choice. She's super cool. It's pretty good. Your grandma's a pretty cool person, apparently. Um, Woman of taste. Yeah. She was. She was the grandma who. Um, a woman I stayed at her house one time and she let like she picked out movies at the movie store for us to watch, right? And I picked like a bug's life and she picked out a movie Species that was nope, it was a um Friday the thirteenth. It was a documentary about spiders and she just put it on on uh, like in the VCR on the bed right next on the TV right next to her bed and like put me to sleep. And I just distinctly remember that there was the very first scene is a spider crawling up this guy's leg while he's in bed. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> that's that's not a bedtime story, grandma. I mean, it was wrong, you know? <laughs> she, she, was, she was like, yeah, this kid likes creepy things. Like I'll just throw that on. She likes animals and <laughs> sweet dreams kid. <laughs> Oh, God, it's so funny. Bill, do you but, know if you're going to Daytona yet or not? You better. I do not, I do not know. better be there. Uh, <laughs> I, as most know by now, am transitioning to a new job 
or a new position at a job in July. Everyone's changing jobs. And so, good lord, I will be in a one-person apartment crash pad in Pennsylvania, commuting to DC for a while. Uh, You'll be so, in a one-person pad commuting to Daytona for one weekend in August. I am going to try to finagle that. I think you're sick that weekend. Uh, I have a feeling. Yeah, Tell them you got the Rona, it, then you get a week off. I'm not uh, so sure. Nowadays, I'm not so sure DC likes, likes uh, burden sick leave, but we'll find out. Yeah, I, I am, you know, I am trying, so. Billy's obviously going to be there. Oh yeah. What are you, are you planning to get anything? You got your eyes on. That's the other problem, man. We're Lee Abbott's going to have a table at Daytona, and he had a bunch of stuff last year that I, I wanted to get and didn't. And now I'm sure he's going to have more of it this year. And Weisler's table, like I got that that candy cane Tessera male. I want a candy cane female for that. Like. <sighs> so so getting the shed and that that's going to make me a little tighter than I want to be at Daytona. So might pick up one or two things, but other than that, I mean, who knows? I think the only solution is to just go to Daytona broke, and then you don't have to worry about it at all. No, that's what I've done the last couple of years. I like to drink. So I go, <laughs> I go so broke. <laughs> I have to have the extra money because the bangs at the hotel are like $4. Well, um, yeah, I spent so just much on buy like twelve of them at Walmart. I should three, three twelve packs. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. That twelve pack would well, be see, gone. My thing no is, time. I'm going to be a Pennsylvania person for a little while, so I don't know if I should go to Daytona or if I should start going to Hamburg and get my fifty dollar Gaboon and name it after Phil. Thought that was the plan. I feel like Hamburg at this point is just like a spectacle that you have to go just to experience it. Whether you buy something or not, you just have it's like it's like going to to like a get a shirt that says "I survived Hamburg." It's like yeah. going to Vegas. It's like going. Oh to no, Vegas. I'm for yeah. sure going because I, I won't have any reptiles at my apartment, so I don't have to worry about bringing mites back, and I can just off myself and cover myself in rid. Out in outside the door, Dumb and I'll be good to go. I was like, uh, "What? <laughs> you just got? I'm just gonna off myself." And I was like, "Hey, we need Bill. You okay, we buddy? Off, off, off. Not. I need yeah, that help makes off. that makes more sense now. But you paused way too long before you said bugs. <laughs> Hamburg for all the mites. You can go to JT's place, and you can smuggle some corns and send them to me. We, uh, we talked about that a little bit. Uh, it's more go to JT place and shoot a bunch of things, uh, less corn Yeah, snakes, but, but while yeah, he's busy discussions. putting up new targets or taking them down, you can run, True. grab some True. corns. I'll give you a list, and it'll be like like that, that grocery store game where people had like 60 seconds to fill up a cart, and they got what they got. Same thing. It seems like a terrible plan to try to shoplift snakes while my buddy loads guns. I don't think that is a good Well, that's why you tell him you're going to the bathroom or something, and then he's not going to question it. (laughs) Bill, you could totally put like a little gecko on the underside of your beard. No one would ever see it. True. You could. Just hanging out in the moss. 
Bill what, would be like Ace Ventura in his apartment. There's probably going to be a lot of plants. i got to be honest. <laughs> it gets lonely in Pennsylvania. I'm buying plants. Yes, do it. I My plants are going crazy right now. We had a big storm the other day, and I had them all out on the fire escape, and it was perfect. So nice. I looked insane, though, because it was like pouring, and I'm like half out my window, like trying to put as many as many plants on the fire escape as I possibly could. Which is definitely <laughs> not water. True. So I'm hunt because I am like a walking fire hazard. <laughs> so even though most people don't care about plants, uh, I mean, they help me breathe. at least one person I, here does. It's I dumb. Care. Yeah. It's <laughs> I just sent you a picture, Justin, in Messenger of the ridiculous update to one of my plants. It's flowering. I've never seen that before. Oh, I, um, that is I, rather phallic. Oh, yes, it's quite uh, male mm. looking. I'm trying. It's like but. a diorama. What plant is that? I I've seen it in the chat or like the other day or whenever, but Philodendron phallus. <laughs> Philodendron phallicus. Caucus. It's related to the uh, Malaclemis forskinicus. Well, that's all right, because the picture right above that's actually one of my kids holding a soft shell turtle. So. <laughs> I'm trying to bring it we up. Were kayak. We were kayaking, and I told Walter, I was like, dude, reach down right next to you right now and grab that turtle. And she oh, goes, what? I... Scooped it up. Elijah said his phone died and that he said thanks, but then he came back. Oh, so he's a liar. Yeah. Oh, there he is. I'm bringing it up. There he goes. Oh, yeah. What is that? Is that um? It's it's a kind of lily, right? I don't know. It's a big old phallus, plant. Phallus it's lily. Kinda... Maybe it's not a lily. I don't know. What's a what do they call it? Ear. Um. An elephant ear. Elephant ear. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. Of some kind. I was gonna say ear. Oh my elephant. gosh! Oh, it's so cute. Huh. It's that odd. is interesting. Makes me uncomfortable. So at the base of that, what looks like a small stack of plant cocaine uh, is just an incredible amount of pollen. That actually is fitting. Crazy right now. Thank you, Dragon Lair. Alocasia. Oh, it's alocasia. That makes sense. Botany nerds. (laughs) Oh my god. Nerds. Out with nerds. Dude, speaking, speaking of plant uh, nerds, Clint nerds. Reinhardt sent me a uh, yeah. one of the relatives of the corpse flower. Yes, I was going to ask if you got one of those. Clint's, uh, Clint's local to me. I love him. Dude, he uh, added me to the list for when he gets uh, babies off the corpse flower. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm so excited. He has yeah. awesome stuff. No, he doesn't. He's just a really like awesome guy. So I need to plug that dude because the whole reason I got this plant box 
was he made a post and said he just had some regular old plant cuttings if anybody wanted one. Uh, just like PayPal and 10 bucks for the UPS box or USPS box, no big deal. And so I PayPal him the 10 bucks or whatever, no big deal. And he was going to go to post office like this Friday or whatever. And then he forgot and I forgot. And it was a couple of weeks went by and we we're messaging back and forth. And I was like, dude, I think we totally forgot about the plant box. And he's like, oh man, I did forget about the plant box. Um, I'm going to send you a list of all these plants I have available. Uh, pick some out. Uh, I heard you were talking with your daughter or whatever. And she's super into plants. So he sends me this list and it's like insane. And I was like, Hey man, that's a pretty high end list of plants. Like, let me send you some money or, or whatever. Like the box he was originally sending was a hookup. Like you don't have to hook up my hookup. And he's like, no, it's cool. Uh, your daughter's into plants. Check this out. I'm sending this whole scattering. Man, the box I got today is ridiculous. Like, Biophytum, the corpse flower relative, the original cutting he was going to send me. And, like, mm -hmm. dude, all these rooted already in their pots. Like, crazy. did you get the sensitive plant? Yeah. Do you know? I want one of those really bad. He's, I will, like, always be an advocate for Clint. He is just, like, an incredibly generous person. He, uh, yeah. Super he cool. gave me my starter colony of like the powder orange and blue mix of my isopods and they blew up, but he's just, he's a great guy. If you're looking for really high quality stuff and he breeds stuff that like no one's working. Yeah. With. He's got some really interesting stuff. He posts pictures and I'm like, that's a lizard of some sort. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> yep. That's a reptile. All right. That is cold blooded. If I ever saw it. Do you know, I had to Google the other day if birds are cold blooded. You mean avian reptiles? I don't think they are, but I can't remember anymore. But mean the amount dinosaurs? of times I have to Google things like that. I just got a dinosaur. Avian reptiles and non-avian reptiles. It's about this big. What is the, it? The cockatiel? A little parakeet or something. Uh, it, it's not really mine. It's a, it's a bird. Yeah. It's pretty cool, though. I mean, does it's... It say, does it, it say things? No. <laughs> but it can again? sit on my finger and not have a panic attack anymore. Nice. So you can? Are you afraid of birds? No, 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 no. The bird, not me. Oh, I was like, are you afraid of birds? <laughs> I could definitely beat a bird up. No, I'm not a. Not a not not what type of bird? Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, let's calm down. I'm sorry. Like, do you think honestly? I don't think ostrich. I don't think you have a chance against a goose. Like. With all love and respect. Uh, so, Goose, the, they have a little attitude. But if you get past the attitude... I just don't think you would. Fight. I think they'd hurt your feelings first. What? What did you say, Eli? Eli, Elijah. What's his... <laughs> Hello. Great. Thank you for your contribution. <laughs> Man, I want to see Billy Jenkins fight in Castaway. No, dude, no. I'll pay money. Someone else want to put money down on that? We'll make it happen. All right, dude. We'll put you in like some no. armor and some like a fencing mask and some other stuff. We'll figure it out. We'll wrap some pillows around no, your no. legs or something. You get Chain one mail? snake hook. No, no, one snake hook, one garbage can lid. Go. Chainmail. 
a spear. Garbage can lid. Like a homemade spear where he takes a stick and just whittles it with a knife. That's what he gets. Would you rather fight I get, I get Cassowary to the death to or a boar? Cassowary or boar? Yeah. I'm going to go with Cassowary. Boar, no problem. Four for sure. Casper's mm. got those claws. I'm tall though. I, I can like it, I I can handle that. I feel matter. I feel dexterous enough to end up on top of a boar riding it like a champion. Yeah. But they've got the tusks and stuff, man. You get stabbed in the ribs. No, they got the tusks and you use those like uh like like reins. Once you're on top, <laughs> you just yeah. ride that boar to the sunset. I don't know. I do want to I've seen videos of people fighting like fist fighting kangaroos. And that's kind of on my bucket list now. Don't do that. No, dude. Uh, yeah. Surely like there's so, there's there's somewhere in Australia where you can fight a kangaroo, and I'll I'll pay to do I'm it. I'm sure there is, but I think a kangaroo kick to the giblets is probably a permanent injury. Well, I'll wear yeah. a cup. Obviously, it, I'm not an idiot. It, it doesn't matter where you get kicked. Well, if you're getting kicked by a kangaroo, I mean you're. Seen, there's plenty of people that have been kicked by kangaroos and they were fine. Have you ever seen Kangaroo Jack? It's been a long time. I think I was like ten when that came out. I don't I don't know. It's been a long time since I've seen it too, but apparently Did you see the video of the dude where the kangaroo was like his had, dog. had his dog like in a headlock, in a headlock and then dude came up and like just squared up to the kangaroo <laughs> and just freaking jacked it right in the jaw and the kangaroo just kind of stood there like dude what the fuck <laughs> yeah. bill have you not yeah, seen that not. video i have i was reading the chat sorry oh i was like he looks confused he just punched it right in the face and the kangaroo just kind of stood there like what the hell we have there was another one. another video recently of a guy who like straight up like went to the ground with one and was like UFC what? style. Yeah. They also have claws. Yeah. And they use that, a lot that, of humans. That's what scares me. They're just that's giant a, that's rat a wild horses. animal. Yeah. Would you rather fight Isma <laughs> or Cassowary? <laughs> a cassowary. Yeah. It, it has know. to be I the Cassowary because I feel like even if you win, Isma with the demon that possesses her will come back and get you. So <laughs> yeah. there is no win. Yeah. There is no I wake up at night. Sometimes I wake up at night and she's fully sitting on my chest, just looking down at me, plotting your murder. If she had thumbs, like, <laughs> you'd be dead in your sleep a long time ago. If she had claws, I'd be in trouble. But she's declawed. Not my choice. She came declawed, but that's that. That's why the way she is, the way she is. Oh yeah, she's just... she's trapped in a prison, in her yeah. own body. She can't escape. Sons of bitches. Like the Metallica yeah. video one. I so I don't have any background on her at all. Like all I know is that she was taken off of the kill list at another shelter. Um, and so she gave them I'm, one look and they were like, "Oh God, well, not this one." I'm guessing her owner died and she ate the body. Like that is. That has to be where she came from, right? Nothing else would make sense for this cat. The only backstory I have is she crawled out of hell and now she's here to stay. Yeah. Yeah, she looks like an animal that's possessed by the soul of an elderly woman. I see that. Oh yeah. Yeah, the one from uh, from the Insidious movies. Good movies. She's turning. She's she's old. I want her to make it to, to sixteen so we can have a sweet sixteen. She's oh, the embodiment God. of Madame Zeroni. From the movie Holes. Yeah. Yeah. I think she would love that. 
You will be, be happy with that. Who was the? What did she say? You must carry Madame Zeroni to the top of the mountain, or you will be cursed for all of eternity. Eternity. I did not like that movie growing up. It's scary. Oh, yeah. She was scared of the bearded dragons. I was scared of the yellow spotted lizards. Oh, yeah, I was scared of Sigourney Weaver. I was just scared of actually right committing ways. a crime and being imprisoned I for it. To a work camp. I like. I really thought that one day I would. I was just dumb enough to do a bad crime and go to jail. Yzma <laughs> like, has street cred. If Yzma were a person, she'd have a teardrop tattoo or two under her eyes. I'm sending you a picture of her on Facebook. So for the people who don't know who this cat is. Is that one of her trapped in the uh, in the the carrier because that's no, probably that one of my funny. favorite cat pictures of all time. <laughs> that one's funny. No, this one's go. one of my favorites. This one's one of my favorites. She's a good cat. Set me free. See if I get out of here, I'm kicking your Just ass. Just a wonderful soul. She is. She's so sweet. And the thing is, she's the loveliest. <laughs> like, like you really do meet her. She rocks. <laughs> you can ask Casey and Ryan. They've met her. See, that's the thing, is we have, a, like, you would say an outside cat. Mm. I mean, I hate it, but... Shame. I know, shame on me. Shame. Well, I love other people's cats. It's cool to pet a cat. Pretty, pretty Beho cat. Behold. Nisma. <laughs> In all her glory. I love her so much. <laughs> it's Crump, the, the, it's the Billy Idol lip curl that does it. Yeah. And then just the fact that her eyes are like slits. Full of hatred. Like she's got this furrowed brow. And it's permanent. Yeah. A fine specimen. Just I love that. that Snakes and Stogies quite often has nothing to do with Snakes and Stogies. Yeah. I just like to remember yeah. that. Well, this is what happens when Phil leaves, you know? Yeah. This is what happens when Phil goes on vacation. And on that excellent note, my computer is dying and I have to go to bed. So I am going to say goodnight. It's been a pleasure to speak with everyone. I love you. And I'll see you if we don't chat in person. I'm sure we'll chat online and I'll see you all at Daytona. Bill, please. Okay. <laughs> Work on it, okay. man. Bye, guys. See ya. Bye. Bye, Dom. Night. See ya. Bye. Shoot. Well, was there anything else we wanted to get into? How many more condors are you going to get there, Jenkins? All of them. More. I mean, yeah. I'm about to get a lot more room, so as much as my financial space will let me. And... We'll go from there. Right now, I have the one male, Sarong type. Who knows what he is? Um, I am a bastard child, so I want to pair him with her. She is a uh, uh, jungle carpet. Don't from say Billy. it. No, not you too. Dude, I'm just they're cool. They're, so, cool. they're cool. They're yeah. cool. They're cool. Um, but hopefully maybe get a female just to throw in the mix. You know, I like pretty snakes with the pure, whatever, if they're pretty, they're, you're equal. Yeah. 
I mean, I have some Novas from Billy that I plan to pair, and I, I mean, I love Novas. Novas are really cool. Maybe after pairing them once or twice, maybe outcross them. Maybe, you know, put something cool in the mix. Do I mean, it, that's, that's what it's about. Cuppin said he's going to pair his Condros with a, uh, his rough scales. Do it. I mean, why not? Which Eric I mean, Burke was supposed to send me some pictures of that high of that. I, I, yeah, I guess it is a hybrid, but because they're super closely related, like those are the closest thing to green trees on the family tree. So I'm actually very curious if you put a rock chondro to a regular chondro. It, it. I mean, I think it Owen McIntyre would show up to your house. I wish As, he would. It, it, if the McIntyre <laughs> shows up. He shows up, okay? Yeah, yeah. But, What's he gonna do? That's the secret. Yeah, that's that's right. how you get him to appear. Nobody yeah, knows exactly. how to get the squatch. That's how you get the squatch. But I mean, as obviously, sometimes it gets hard. But as long as you represent what you have, who cares? There's snakes in boxes. A lot of people, apparently. I know, but not me. So. All right. Well, this was episode 123 of Snakes and Stogies. Phil should be back next week. Uh, we're doing a one-on-one this week for THP, and then we have Derek Roddy lined up for the following episode. So that's exciting. Very anxious to get into that. He he actually approached us, which I thought was pretty cool. He's like, hey, man, listen to the show. Enjoy it. You know, if you want to talk blackheads, let me know. It's like, hell yeah. Is he in Florida? Um, I think so. I think he was in South Carolina at one point, but now I think he is in Florida. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. But either way, we got it lined up and in the books. So that's going to be coming up here soon. Um, other than that... The show is brought to you by Puget Sound Pythons. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, check them out. And blackboxcages.com. 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 We love them. I always need more of them. I do need more of them. I need to get some of them. You do need to get some of them. I've been looking at those like 72, I think, by 24 by 24. Yeah. Those are nice. Yep. Very nice, very nice. Yeah, I definitely gotta gotta sort of take inventory of what I what I need and, and figure out something. So I know I, I feel like I've been saying that for like three months straight, but it's true. So thanks guys. We will see everybody Thursday night. Right. We may stream the one on one live. I'm not sure. I we talked about doing that on the one on ones, but I don't know that it happened last time, so we'll see. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. All right. Peer pressure. Hmm. See you later. See you.